on this week's reality TV version of That Book Podcast. <gasps> we have a brand new segment. <gasps> Is it, are Julian and Andrew cheating on the old segment with the new segment? Oh, dear. We'll never know. I think we will. I think we'll probably tell them. Oh, that makes sense. So we read some books that were pretty cool. I finished all three of mine, which is pretty awesome. And Julianne had some practical assignments that we got to do together, which is awesome. Her tummy just growled, which is pretty fun. We need to go get some food. And we have other books through the new segment that are not as dramatic as I just made them sound. So let's see. All right. My first book, once again, is Chase the Fun by Annie F. Downs. Woo! Uh, I think I mentioned this before, but it is a hundred day journey, so this is going to be a minute. Um, <laughs> it will make an appearance several times. I'm not going to just like blitz through it. I've been reading one or two a day. Hopefully it won't take a hundred, but it's definitely going to take a while. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, all that to say right now, she is talking about discovering fun in being an amateur, like in hobbies, but also in things like, you know, forgiveness or... Um, forgiveness is the one that I remember, but like friendship, things like that, things that will bring joy to your life and that people are scared to do because they don't feel like they're good at it. And she's like, Hey, listen, you're never going to feel like you're good at it. Just be an amateur. So that's pretty good. That's really cool. Yep. All right. My first book was an audio book, Dune Messiah. I finished it. You did? Yeah. So it's been a few weeks, I know, but I finished it. Okay. Which is cool. And it was, it was really good. I really like, I don't think I would have enjoyed it very much if I hadn't read the first book. So if for some reason you find Dune Messiah before you find Dune by Frank, by Frank Herbert, mm-hmm. um, probably read Dune first and then the sequel. Because it's a sequel, so you're building on the characters that already exist. And so it's really interesting. Um, and I really liked it. It was much less climactic and like adventurousy than the first book was. Um... But I really liked it. There was a lot of intrigue kind of throughout the book. And and I said the ending felt a little bit... Um, at the same time, it was like anticlimactic, tragic, but also satisfying. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't really know how to explain that because I don't want to give any spoilers. But that's just kind of the general feelings that I was feeling. But I liked it and I can't wait to read the next book. Cool. So I'll, yeah. I'll be jumping into that one soon. I put the hold on it. On Libby, so... Great. Yeah. That's a good note about it, though, as being a sequel, because I feel like, personally, we've been to a couple of, like, thrift stores, and I went to a library book sale last weekend, and I feel like it's easier sometimes to find, like, books later in the series, because everybody sees the first one, and I'm not just talking about Dune, I didn't see any books, but, like, you know, famous series, people, everyone sees the first one and recognizes it and thinks, oh, yeah, I'll pick that one up, and if I like it, maybe I'll get mm-hmm. the others yep. and so you're at like a book sale and you've got all these like second fourth 15th books <laughs> and you're just like oh this looks interesting um but you don't necessarily know where you're picking up so yeah, definitely start with dune yeah you got eldest mm-hmm. from the i don't remember what the series is called but aragon is the first book uh-huh. and uh, you were thinking it was the first book and i was like oh cool it's the second book in the series this series i've been wanting to read and you're like the second book. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not reading it until I read the first one. Yeah, so if you happen to see Dune Messiah but not Dune, definitely get Dune and read it before you read Dune Messiah. So. Yes. All right, you're right up. Now. Um, all right, second book is A Simplified Life by Emily Lay. 
I'm also making slow progress through this one, mostly because there's a lot of homework. Uh, the first couple chapters are about like simplifying your life in terms of getting rid of stuff. The first is just like stuff in general. The second is simplifying your wardrobe. So we had a cleaning, a closet cleaning day. We did. Yeah. Yes. I cleaned out my closet, which I'm pretty proud of. Yeah. And that inspired me to also clean out my side of the closet. Right. Which I would not have said that you needed to clean yours out, but you still found like nine st things you wanted to get rid of. So yeah. that's pretty good. Based on her criteria, it was very simple, but very yeah. straightforward so, and easy. Yeah. Definitely recommend. I've been enjoying it. Um, it's just going to take me, pro this will probably be a reoccurring book as well because mm -hmm. I don't want to just read it and not do the things I want to read it, implement it, then move on. And, and some days I just don't have the time or want to, to, you know, go through my closet or whatever every day. It's, it's definitely depends on my mood and what else is happening that day. So, um, okay. All right. My second book is another recurring book, One True Sentence. So I finished this one as well. I... I did some pretty good reading this week. Yeah. No nonfiction books, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, for anybody who's like, oh, tell us the gleanings of, of profound wisdom held in these books. <laughs> I don't have any of those. Um, but I did have some good mysteries, so that was fun. Um, but so I had one true sentence, and the more, so I finished it, and the more I think about it, the less I like it as a whole. So uh, I've been talking about the last couple weeks how it was a little bit crass. But it was, it was more than a little bit. It was like, I do not recommend this book uh, to people. There's a lot in here that is just not very enjoyable to read. And the storyline uh, was, was, in my mind, not compelling enough to, uh, to keep reading it. Like, I wish well, I had switched books instead of, like, Yeah, I mean, I stuff. feel like you're saying that to somebody who hasn't started the book. Yes. When you were reading the book, you were like, mm, I'm going to see this one through. Yes. So I was like, committed. I was doing it, and I got to the end. And if the end was some for some reason super super satisfying, I might be like, oh, if you really want to get through all of this blood and guts and uh, sexual innuendos and scenes and language, then maybe. But I felt kind of hollow, okay. quite hollow at the end. So it didn't seem like there was a lot of redeeming factors uh, either. But it was it was really well written. Okay. So I'll give him that. Like it's not like yeah, a horrible book. Really, it's just not one that I would recommend. And people. you really enjoyed Ernest Hemingway's character in there, which is yes. So yes, agreed. I don't think I'm gonna read it after yeah. hearing you talk about it. Yeah. Um, so thank thanks for sparing <laughs> me from that. I guess. <laughs> so okay, cool. And then my last book that I'm gonna talk about for this week um, is Fatal Enquiry. It's a Barker and Luella novel by Will Thomas. Um, this book, it was good. I. I looked it up while I was preparing for the podcast because mm -hmm. I just, I kept thinking about it and I thought it was just like a one-off novel and the more I thought about it, I thought, I bet it's part of a series. And so again, we're running into that issue that we oh. talked about before. This is number six. Oh. So. Kind of like the heist was number 14 in that. Yeah. Okay. So I think my main problem with this book was not that the story wasn't good or that the writing wasn't good. There were a couple times I got a little bit lost because I felt like the scene transitions were weird. Hmm. Um, but that could just be because I'm not used to half of the things he's talking about. It's mm -hmm. set in Victorian England. Um, but one of the things that I think made this book less enjoyable for me is that I didn't really like one of the main characters for like good half or two thirds of the book. Oh. And then by the end I was like, oh, he's okay, I guess. Um, but he's like supposed to be the good guy. You're supposed to be rooting for him. Mm -hmm. The, um, 
the premise of this book is, because you asked me about this, because yes. I think you're trying to decide if you want to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's not a lot of, like, crass things. There, There's a little blood and guts, but, like, you expect that in mm-hmm. a mystery novel yeah. to a certain extent. Um, so it wasn't really that. It was just that, like, the premise of this book is um, one of these private inquiry agents, and first of all, they're very stuck up about the fact that they are private inquiry agents. Not and, private and, detectives. And not detectives. Oh. So... I don't really have a lot of the background for that. Mm. I think that was probably explained in some of the earlier books, but they're very, like, stuck on that point. And then, like, throughout the book, they continually do things where they're like, well, private inquiry agents wouldn't do this, but desperate times call for desperate measures. So I couldn't really tell the difference. But Uh. anyway, um, then one of these detectives, Barker, has an enemy who comes back in town, and then, like, basically immediately makes them go on the run for their lives wow. from the cops. Whoa. So um, it's pretty impressive. Okay. But then the whole book is them trying to figure out, first of all, how to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And second of all, how to figure out what in the world this guy is doing that he wants them out of the way so mm-hmm. that they can hopefully stop it. Yeah. And you would think that like that second one would be like a little bit like secondary to like surviving, but it really doesn't seem to be for the most part oh i thought the second one was more interesting when you said like it is more interesting but like if you picture yourself in that situation maybe i'm a coward but i feel like i would feel like i'm just going to keep myself alive Uh and then i'll figure this out but they're just like no we got to figure it out now and borderline keep ourselves alive yeah yeah just barely keep ourselves alive so that was, that was this book. If that sounds interesting to you, you might want to read it. There we go. Um, but I think for me, the big thing is, and you might like the character. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't find him that interesting or compelling. And I'm just mm-hmm. like being told at nauseum by the narrator, who I did like, like how admirable he is, how smart he is, how awesome he is. But you don't really see a lot of that because they're just like running from the cops. So anyway, that was okay. my, that was was my the, take on that was book. That I, would, I would say, like, if, if was you the, stars. Was the ending satisfying? Um, yes. Okay. That, I mean, that has a, that had a lot to do with the overall, like, satisfaction of the story. Mm-hmm. It's just like... It was satisfying, and then it made me want to read the next book to okay. see what happened. What? But I'm not going to. Oh. So you didn't, you enjoyed it, you're like, okay, cool, but yeah. not enough to... Right, I would say, like, if, if I was rating this on, like, Goodreads or Amazon or something, mm-hmm. uh, which I probably won't because I'm not on Goodreads that much anymore, and I didn't <laughs> buy this book on Amazon, I bought it at a thrift store, um, probably three stars. Like, it's okay. good, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, Agatha Christie level good. Right. Yeah. For me, personally. I don't know how she does it. And if I had started with the first book, I might feel differently because I would have gotten all that character development instead of just going right in the middle and being like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, thank you for hearing me out on yes, that. Yes, yes. All right. And then I have, this is our last book of this segment, right? Yes. And this might be part of the reason I like this book less, too, is that I just finished the book that you read. And uh, I loved it. Which is called The Eighth Detective by Alex Pavesi. Um, it was very different than pretty much any other detective novel, mystery uh, novel that I've read. It was, the premise is... And you talked about it a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. You can talk about it more. There's seven short stories um, called The White Murders, and this uh, person from an editorial agency is looking to publish it, and 
to there were there it was self-published, but they're looking to like actually get it in print. And so she's going uh, with the meeting up with the author to go through these stories um, just to make sure that everything makes sense. But there's a little there's a few inconsistencies throughout the throughout the stories that she goes hmm, and uh, so it keeps you on your toes a lot. And the short stories are most of the book. Like, like about half the book is these short stories that only have a small, each one has a little nugget that's related to the whole story. And then the conversations are where the, are where the plot moves along. So it's very interesting from that sense because, I don't know if you felt this way, I felt kind of like the more the short stories went on, the less attached I felt to them. The less invested in the characters I became. The less, so I was like, okay, cool, I'm reading this. It was mildly intriguing. What's the, what's the plot? What are they going to say about it? Oh, interesting. And, and then they'd only say, like, this tiny little nugget. And I thought there was going to be, like, huge revelations as, as it went on. And there was at the very last, at the very end. And it tied it all together really satisfyingly. And I got one of the major plot points right. You did. From, like, pretty, pretty early on. So I felt pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting there to be a lot more revelations between when I had figured out or thought I had figured out and ended up being correct about the major plot point and the end. But there, it was... There was not a lot of movement for like the middle third or half of the book. I felt like so, but uh, the short stories were were pretty interesting, and it talks a lot about math, mm-hmm. the math of the the formula for what makes a detective story. So that kept me interested. So it was good. The ending was was uh, was really good, and just the the mental gymnastics it took to write this book, I think, is really really impressive. So major props to the author. Yeah, yeah. I think the ending was why I liked that book so much, mm-hmm. and then um, I did like the format. I don't think I found myself less invested in the stories as they went on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was just intrigued with each of the stories to see like what format he was going to use, because mm-hmm. um, you know they talk about like the different ways you can write a mystery novel after. So I was interested. With yeah, he that. he talks about how each of the seven stories is kind of a a unique case mm-hmm. in the formula. It kind of took all these these like extremes, and made each of them into a into a story. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So that is our first segment. The end of our first segment. Our second segment is usually the slideshow, but we've been switching it up. Last week, Julian came up with the cool March Madness thing. Book bracket. Book bracket. Oh, that's even cooler. Book bracket, and we did that, and that was very fun. So she came up with another new segment today that we're trying out. Yes. Does so- this have a name? Yes, this is called Julianne's TBR. T, is that like to be read? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Julianne's TBR. And I know nothing about this segment other than that it's called Julianne's TBR. Yes, because... And that there's um, a giant stack of books Yes, right he knows he knows why we keep coming up with these creative ideas, and it's because I just keep putting off a slideshow because I'm waiting for like a book that seems slideshow worthy and that I'm actually finished oh. with. So, anyway, this... this has taken some time. Yes. So anyway. Um, so in the meantime. In the meantime, we're doing these other fun segments. And so if you like one of the segments and you happen to be listening to this, um, you should let us know because we'll probably just keep doing things willy nilly um, <laughs> without any input. So anyway, this stack here represents the next. Well, this it represents 10 books I would like to read soon. Ten books you would like to read. And I was thinking that because I have, like, one, um, Chase the Fun, I have, um, 
that Emily Lay book that I'm reading, A Simplified yeah. Life. And I then see I, there's another Emily Lay book in here. Yes. And <laughs> then I have another book that I'm reading that I didn't talk about this week because I read it, but like I talked about it last week and I just, anyway. The same. Yeah. So kind of the same vein where like I'm just working through it kind of slowly. Um, I thought, okay, we should talk about my nominations for the book I'm going to work through more quickly. Mm. So I'm going to go through the stack. Okay. I'm going to talk about pros and cons of each, and you can chime in whenever you have thoughts. Ah. Okay? Oh, okay. Now that I know more about this, I, I'm beginning to have some thoughts. Yeah, and I'm thinking also that, I mean, there's a delay between when we make these episodes and when we post them, but mm-hmm. if anyone is listening, I don't know if anyone's listening, but any, if anyone is listening, they could also, like, comment, let us know which ones they would be interested in hearing about, mm-hmm. um, and that would probably move it up to the top of the list. Probably for nice. the next one I read, I'll just do what I want, because yeah. we're not going to get this episode out in time, but yeah. it might move the other ones up. Just, so. just a few weeks, I think, at this point. Yeah, so. and I don't necessarily have a ranking here. I just kind of pulled these off the shelves, and I'm just kind of thinking about what's my next book going to read. So I figured mm-hmm. I would take you and uh, whoever else wants to be here along for the journey. Let's do it. Okay, so the first book here... Mm-hmm. It's called The Number One Ladies Detective Agency by Alexander McCall Smith. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about this book. I His name is kind of familiar. Um, I just got this book last weekend at a library book sale. And the front cover says that it is one of the best, most charming, honest, hilarious, and life-affirming books to appear in years. Wow. So that's pretty high praise. I feel like I would like it, and it does seem like it's detective stories. So, this one seems like a strong contender. That is a strong contender. It seems like a very cozy, very cozy read. Yes, that's what I was thinking, and I like that. And it's not terribly long. It's a smaller... Paperback. Yeah, so, like, like the book, the dimensions of the book are rather small, and it's 235 pages. Um, So... Yeah, that doesn't read, seem bad. Yeah, you would read that quite quickly. So yeah. That's a good That's a good one. Yep. Okay, the next up... Is, like, that's definitely a strong contender. I'm going to put them in, like, different piles based oh, different on, piles. like, how strong like I feel. Like, green, about yellow, them. red? Uh, there are no red ones in this no pile. No red ones in this pile. If, if it's a red one, it did not make it to this pile. It's just going to stay on the shelf. No, it makes sense, yeah. Um, okay. So then we have um, Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich. Um, I've been wanting to read this book for a long time because um, C.S. Lewis really liked it. Ah. Uh-huh. And so I feel like... There's a lot of things C.S. Lewis read and that influenced him that would have made his writing so awesome, and I kind of want to discover some of those things. I want to read George MacDonald eventually, but I found this one uh, a few years ago at a thrift mm-hmm. store, and I was like, I'm going to read this one. I remember somebody saying that this was like one of his favorite devotional authors. Nice. So I wanted to read it. Um, I actually started this one at some point, and I got through a little bit of the like translator's note, because mm-hmm. this was written, I think, in Old English. Um, which you can't actually read if mm. you're a modern-day English speaker. Yep. Um, and read a lot about, like, the history and the significance and how she's, like, the first, the oldest English female author to survive and nice. who she might have been and all this stuff. And I just found myself not super compelled, mm. even though I was very interested. Mm-hmm. Starting, I think the introduction kind of took some wind out of my sails on it. Mm. So I'm thinking about taking it back up. I'm just not sure about it. Okay. This seems like a yellow light to me. Yes, it does. Um, to me as well, yeah. but I just didn't know if you had any thoughts about it. If you're like, yes, that scene sounds like an amazing book. That was my thought on it, yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it, seems, like amazing it seems pretty cool, yeah. but Yellow Light is my thought on it right now. Okay, yeah. sounds good. 
Rebecca Lyons, Rhythms of Renewal, Trading Stress and Anxiety for a Life of Peace and Purpose. That's the next one on the pile. Oh, so this feels like, again, just the covers. I haven't did, dove, dove in, dived deep into these, <laughs> thought about these books very much, most of them. Right. Um, Julian Norwich sounds a little bit, a little bit heady, a uh-huh. little bit academic. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting the vibe right now from you. The, the, that, that you're trying to stay more like devotionally and like engaging practical. This is probably going to be more like cerebral rather than practical. And this book right here is sounding more practical. That's so true. this is, this is a green light for me so far. Okay, cool. I also am really excited to read this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been on my to read list for a while and I just haven't gotten my hands on it till recently uh, when Molly gave it to me. So cool. Um, the one thing that I'm a little hesitant about is that like, uh, chase the fun is supposedly a devotional. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel very devotionally, but it's a little bit that way. Um, uh, what's the other book that I'm reading? Meeting God in scripture by Jans Johnson Mm. is, you know, devotionally it's, you know, you're literally like reading through scripture. (laughs) Uh, I don't think the simplified life one is very devotionally, Mm. but I guess I was just a little bit worried about getting too many practical things, Mm. but I do think this is still probably a green light. Okay. Um, even after thinking about all of that. Really? Because now I'm moving it to yellow light. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because I think I would work through this one faster than the other ones. Okay, great. So I don't, I, I think it would be more... All right, we got we got okay. roll. We're not yeah, even we halfway through this track. Okay, the next one is digital minimal digital minimalism by mm-hmm. Cal Newport. Yeah, I've been wanting to read this one for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I actually got through the first like chapter mm-hmm. um, on vacation a little while ago or something, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Um, I haven't gotten back around to it for some reason, but the, I would definitely green light it. It is very good. Okay. Yes. Let's put it on the green light. We'll see. Yeah. Grace, not perfection by Emily Lay. Ooh. Um, this book has been on my shelf for a few years. Actually, I think it, it's been on my shelf for four years, if I'm being honest. Hmm. And this is Molly's book mm-hmm. and I borrowed it. And then when I saw her recently, I said, I'm so sorry. I still have a book from you. I actually have several books that you lent to me and I haven't returned. I know which ones they all are. I will return them. I just haven't read them yet. So I'm, I'm still holding on to them, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And she was like, oh, no worries. Do you remember which ones they were? And I mentioned this one, and she said, oh, that's funny, because I brought that book for you today, because I thought you would like it. So, I mean... It, so it's your book now. This is my book now. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that happened, but... Yeah, and now. somebody else also has a copy of the book, because Molly twice thought that I would like it. And I agree that I think I would like it. Mm-hmm. Um... I started reading it at one point. You can see where the bookmark is, but I I left it off for some reason. So part of me is thinking that's very funny and it would be kind of a good prompt to read it again. Yeah. Other part of me is thinking it would probably be a good go along with the other book that I'm reading Mm -hmm. um, by her. Um, But... I'm going to say yellow light this book. Okay. Because it feels like it overlaps too much with the other books you're reading. Okay. And because I see finish in this stack and I think... You will love... Like, You're not Grace supposed not, to be peeking ahead. Well, I'm peeking ahead. <laughs> and I think that that will be a, a great balance of what, of what this book would accomplish uh, right now, except without too much over... Because like, it's even got this little built-in bookmark like Chase the Fun has. Uh-huh. Plus it's... So I think, I think that'd be too much of the same thing for you right now. And so... Okay. I'm, I'm going to That's light. fair. I can't read all ten of these books, right. so we got to put some in the yellow light. At least this week. Right, I can read it later. 
Codename Verity. Ooh. I bought this book at a bookstore because mm-hmm. I was very excited to read it. That was Horizon Books? Horizon Books. That was a great bookstore in Traverse yeah. City. It's one of my favorite books I've ever yeah. been in. We should go back. Yeah. Anyway, um, it sounds very intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a historical fiction novel mm-hmm. set in World War II, two besties. I want to read it. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, uh, I, for some reason, I haven't picked it up in the books. We already, yeah, we already have the number one lady detective agency. This one's different. It's not a mystery. It's historical fiction. Yellow light it. I'm going to green light it. Whoa, okay. But what about this book? So I was peeking again a little bit because I also okay. saw this one. Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders. Um, this is... I don't think this is historical fiction. Okay. It's... It's loosely historical fiction, but there's, like, supernatural elements. Uh, so it's a little bit more, like, literary fiction. Yeah. Um, and a few weeks ago, I was going to get started reading it. I brought it with me in the car. You had a meeting after church, and I normally end up spending some time in the car. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to just gonna read this while I wait. And then I just ended up talking to people and playing ping pong. Uh, so I didn't start it. That's a good use of time. And I'm honestly, like, I still want to read this book. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get rid of it, but I'm honestly feeling, like, a little less urgency mm. around reading it right now, and I don't know why that is. Okay. Okay. Yellow Lighted, then. I was thinking Codename Verity was going to get Yellow Lighted and Lincoln the Bardo, and the Bardo was going to get Green Lighted. Because oh. it's about Abraham Lincoln, right? Or is it a different It's name? about his son. Oh, his son. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all about all I know, because I've only read the, like, inside cover. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, cool. Okay. We're, we're cruising now. What's what's next? Finished by John Aka. Yes. Green, I, green light it. <laughs> Andrew's like automatically green light. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this would be an enjoyable read. It would be different yes. than the books I'm reading. I think I think my first slideshow on our podcast, I think it was episode two, uh, I was about finish. Yeah. Uh, and it was really good. So, yeah. I'm... And that's the one thing that's holding me back, actually, mm-hmm. is that if I read this one, then... Like selfishly, I do have to do a slideshow again at some point, probably. You can so, do. You can. We can both do a finished slideshow two months apart. I think that's fine. I don't know. I think that sounds boring for people, for us personally. Okay. Well. Or I could like do. I guess I could do a breakdown of like the differences in our experience or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be interesting. I just was like. We could call it I book need... breakdown. We have book bracket. We could also have book breakdown where we read the same book and we talk about our different opinions about yeah, it. Yeah. I just was like, I need to get a slideshow book at some point. Mm-hmm. And this one has already had slideshow. So, yeah. okay. If you I just, say... I just helped invent another new segment to get you out of another slideshow. Thank you. So. I appreciate it. I'll put... I will put finish on the green pile <laughs> for that one. The green pile is much longer. Yes. This one should go... I know you said there's no red light pile, but there's a red light on this book. Yes. There is. Yes. What book is it? It's Not Your Turn by Heather Thompson Day. What to do while you're waiting for your breakthrough. I just love how sassy that... Like, sassy and intriguing that title. Oh, is. she's awesome. Yeah. So I want to read this book mm-hmm. because she's awesome, um, but I'm looking at that green light pile, and I think this probably needs to go on the yellow for now. You don't. You you want to? I might put it. I might put it above digital minimalism, honestly, for you. Oh right? really? You yeah. think it's probably going to be better? I think you could. I think you could swap that out, maybe. Huh. If you wanted to, depending on how you're feeling about it's not your turn. I wasn't getting strong vibes from digital minimalism from you, so. Hmm. Maybe I will. Oh, okay. We're doing it. All right, swipping it. Swapping it out. Okay. All right, and then the final one. This one is called Great Detectives, Mm -hmm. a century of the best mysteries from England and America. 
edited by David Willis McCullough. This is a big, this is a big book. There's a bunch of people's this, names on the front. It's 700 pages. It's so, chunky. So it's a lot of short stories, right? Um, yeah, there's two novels, um, a novella, and short stories by a bunch of different authors. And here's what I was thinking mm-hmm. when I picked this up. It's actually um, Israel Zangwill's The Big Bow Mystery, or uh-huh. The Big Bow Mystery. I'm not sure how it's pronounced because I haven't read the book. Uh-huh. Um, that was mentioned in the book I just finished, Fatal Inquiry. Oh. Because he's like, it was written like during the time that that guy was alive. Hmm. Well, it's it's placed during the time that that guy so was alive. So he's like, this new book, The Big Bow Mystery, you read well, it? Well, no, they know the guy who wrote it or something. Oh, okay. Or he's okay. mentioned. I don't remember exactly how Similar he Similar to Hemingway being in the book that I read. Yeah. So, um. But there's also like Agatha Christie, G.K. Chesterton. Yeah, and good. there's there's some s- people here who I've heard of, but mm-hmm. I've never read any of their works. Yeah. But they're like classic mystery authors, so mm-hmm. I was thinking it could be interesting to kind of get my feet wet and yeah. then know yeah. who I like and don't like so I can be on the lookout for other books. Well, okay, so this seems like a pick it up sometimes. You know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll take a little bit to go through the novels, but you can go through these short stories in a day, you know, in a, in a mm-hmm. half hour, hour. So I would say yellow light it, and if when you're feeling like it, you just pick it up and read a little bit of it. Okay, that seems fair because I do think that I have enough books that I'm just going to pick up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I need one that I'm going to pick up every day. Yeah, so I think you did a good job because we have half and half. I don't know if that was like the rule that you had coming into this segment, but five in each pile. Um, so uh, I think you did a good job. Okay, awesome. I did not have any goals. I was just going to talk about it because I needed something to talk about. Well, I think we did, and I think you did a great job. And now we're brainstorming other segments while we're in the new segment so that's awesome hopefully it was successful hopefully you guys liked it let us know um and that's it right yeah segment two done done end of the podcast yep all right we will see you guys next week bye bye